Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hello and welcome to Oldie But A Goodie, the show where we review uh, movies from 1984 all the way through the year, just like if we were watching movies back then. Yeah. Uh, I'm so... S- s- turtle, shut up. Shut up, Turtle. No one asked you. Sorry, sorry. Shut up, Turtle. <laughs> just keep eating. That's what you do the best, Turtle. That's yum, right. Yum, 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 yum. Mmm, crackers. <laughs> yum, 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 yum. <laughs> I'm... I'm Zach, this is Turtle. Hello, I'm Turtle. Turtle, no, you didn't have permission to speak. <laughs> oh, no. Because as a random homeless person that we keep around, apparently we can just push you around. Okay, so... <laughs> what a character. The worst character out of every film you've covered this year, before this week, had to be the sunscreen guy from Hot Dog, right? Mm, yes. Is Turtle worse? Well, no, I like Turtle, but he is an enigma. Yeah. Like, half the time he seems like they're gonna do like a, oh, he's actually quite intelligent sort of thing. Mm. But then they just don't? Yeah. And he's a dummy? He's also harmless. Apparently. He squirts a rat. Yes. What is what is his goals? What is he? We don't know. We don't know. He's not really annoying. No, he's just there. <laughs> he's just there. Yeah, exactly. Turtle was actually probably my favorite character. Wow. From the movie. How's that? How's just that? Because half the movie, I was looking at Turtle and I'm like, what? <laughs> what is That's his deal? What a film. What yeah. a movie. What are we doing this week, Zach? Because well, honestly, I'm Sandro, done. <laughs> we're doing Crackers, which already, off the bat, just by listening to the name, you know it's going to be a high-quality movie when they call it Crackers. Why is it called Crackers? Um, Because it's uh, all about uh, the American uh, cracker industry <laughs> and how it was struggling <laughs> to fight. No, it's actually a racial slur against white people. That Well, I think it's about... Safe crackers, right? Because they're cracking safe. Oh, right, yeah. I don't know. This movie, just every decision they made. I was getting serious blank man flashbacks while watching this, in mm. that it's a genre that I really like. I love funny heist movies, and this is yeah. a funny heist movie, except everything it tries to do fails. Ah, uh, yes, but here's the difference between this movie and that movie. In this movie, I didn't loathe the main character so hard that I wanted to strangle a pug. Look, that's also true. Yeah. Like, none of the characters were particularly annoying. Actually, Goatee Guy was pretty annoying. Those Mm. two guys, I didn't like them. Goatee Kid was very creepy. Yes. Um, Which they kind of touched on, but then just didn't. And then we're like, hey, it's all fine. (laughs) Question mark? I think yes, kind of, um, it was a different time. I, this whole movie is a different time, I'll tell yeah. you what. In fact, I think some of this stuff wasn't even okay in the 80s. Like, that's how different this time is. Wow. The problem with this movie is that literally 
it's like so here's what the movie should have been it should have been a 20 minute episode yes where all of these characters had already been established mm. and we knew what they motivate like who they were and what they were like they're all interesting characters but they're only touched on they're like interesting bits are only briefly touched on because they have a movie to make yeah and they have to just go through each character give you their highlights and move on Exactly. So that they can get on with this movie. Even though we only get like 20 minutes of heist at the end anyway. <laughs> yeah. There is so, so much yeah. nothing in this movie. Yeah, they waste so much time. Uh, and it's only like just over 80 minutes as well. It's pretty short. Yeah, anyway. it's really short. That's what I'm saying. That's why it either should have been longer. Mm. So we could learn a bit more about the characters. And had more substance yeah definitely. maybe just add some um or make it a tv show like you really wanted to or like i don't know i don't know what you do at that point because if you're not going to make a tv show what do you do well this is also a remake of a film we'll get to the details oh, on really? that but it's a remake of an italian film that everyone loves like it's considered one of the best italian movies of all time so right maybe they were just going for the audience that had already seen that film and were like, we don't need to do character development. You already know them from the one from the 50s. Right. Which would make sense because the movie didn't. Um, Yeah. To be honest, though, out of your other two options, maybe the best choice? I don't know. Yeah, what was the other two? Well, the other two were the same other two options from last week because nothing came out Mm. this week. Um, But you had... Lassiter, which was a heist film with Tom Selleck. He's got to steal some gems from an embassy. It looks not very good, but, you know, it could be fun. Uh, And then you've also got Blame It on Rio, which is Michael Caine and his friend go on holiday with their daughters. Sandra. (laughs) And then they fall in love with their daughters. The other person's daughter. Wait, the other person's daughter. The other person's daughter. Make sure to clarify. Before recording, we were doing some research on that movie, uh, one, it's available on streaming services in Australia, so that's a first. But also, it's directed by the guy who did Singing in the Rain. Oh, <laughs> so clearly this is a brilliant film. Hey, maybe we'll just have to go back and watch it. Someday. Maybe. Maybe episode 69 will we will actually oh, do play on the Rio. <laughs> that's so bad. It sounds oh. incredible, but also... Uh, Alright, well, let's get into some details about Crackers. Released February 17th, just like the film from last week. It's directed mm. by Louis Malley. He is mm-hmm. um, well-known for an award-winning documentary he made in the 50s called Le Monde oh, de yeah. Silence. He did that, and then he's also done a couple uh, popular films in the 80s, like Atlantic City and My Dinner with Andre, both of which share cast members with this film. Okay. Sounds like a recipe for something that's not a complete disaster. Exactly, yeah. You know, he's good. It's also, apparently, Mm. based off a really good film called Big Deal on Madonna Street from uh, 1958, Italian movie, as I mentioned, considered a masterpiece of Italian cinema. 89% on Rotten Tomatoes, 7.7 on IMDb, so pretty high numbers for Mm. a foreign film. Um, I was going to watch it, but I, I didn't. Um, yeah, I mean, this film doesn't exactly make me want to go back and watch it, but I could see how that could be a good film. Yeah. It's like you got all the fun and interesting characters and then made a good film. I Yeah, it looks like it's more um, 
satire-y, maybe? It's mm. more of a satire instead of, like, a wacky character drama. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's so weird because they they focus on the wacky characters and are like, these are going to be iconic sort of characters, but they never, expl- <laughs> they never like, give any substance to them. No. We're just told what they are. We don't get to, like, see what they are. We're just told. Mm. Exactly. We're shown, hey, turtles are dum-dum. Hey, this guy's a pimp that has a baby, question mark. (laughs) But he doesn't want to be a pimp? That was a storyline for the first ten minutes. I don't remember it. (laughs) Um, hey, this guy's poor. He's got no money, but he doesn't want to get welfare. Yep. Uh, hey, this guy's uh, just a creep with a goatee. Hey, this guy's Mexican. That's his entire character. That's the whole crew. It I just went through. And that's their main character trait. They get nothing else. Yeah, yeah. It, it annoys me. But the thing is, the characters are terrible. The cast, actually amazing. The cast is huge. Every single cast member is great. Like Turtle, I was like, whoa, they have this actor. He's going to be brilliant. And then they literally <laughs> have him play a dimwit with no lines. Yes. Why would you get this famous person yeah. and not let him... Talk I don't know if he, if he was famous at this point. Definitely not as oh, much as well, he is now. Not. But yeah, yeah. A, a turtle is played by Wallace Shawn from uh, The Princess Bride, also Star Trek Deep Space Nine, but probably, mm. most notably, he is Rex in Toy Story, so, you know. Yeah. We've also got Donald Sutherland. You saw one of his films last year, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. The, the goddamn Alien movie. Yeah. Yeah. He's good. He's really good. I mm. love I love him as Snow, actually. Yeah, oh, yes, in Hunger Games. He's very good in that, yeah. He's one of the few characters I liked in that. He's in, yeah, he's great in everything. He's amazing. He's a, just an amazing... He's good in this. Yeah. Like, honestly. Uh, he doesn't have anything to work with, because <laughs> his character's just poor and grumpy. Yeah. It's just the writing, really, and no, the direction. It's, it's just yeah, poor. Yeah, it's bad. Um, as his girlfriend, but also police woman who might be... Se- I'm not sure what's up with her, but her name is Maxine. She's played by Christina Bransky. The actress is massive on TV. She's won, like, 50 Emmy Awards. So Yeah, she was good. We are told a little bit about the guy who owns the pawn shop. His name is Jack Warden. That's the actor's name. The character is Garvey. Like, he's got a mum who's 90, and he wants to give her a fish. That's that's his character. Because she's going to cock it. Spoilers. Spoilers. We've also got Sean Uh, Penn. Or she's going to carp it. Oh, because they eat fish. That's the, yes, the whole except credits. she doesn't because she dies. No. We've also got a very, very young Sean Penn in this, playing uh, mm. the character Dillard. He's kind of a creep, but he also plays the harmonica. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, I liked his harmonica ring. I hated the rest of him. <laughs> um, actor was good, though. I liked... Uh, actually, no, I didn't hate all of him. Yeah. I liked when he was making the like alarm system. That was good. And wiring things. He was a good mechanic, but yeah. the rest of his character, like, creeping on his best friend's sister, then sneaking in to try and fornicate with his <laughs> sister, and then when he had to hide, 
and yeah. not get caught just trying to make out with just her. trying to make <laughs> out with his best friend's sister when he's in the other room yeah what, what are you yeah. doing dude yeah Ah, anyway, it was pretty we'll funny there. though. We haven't even got into the movie yet. Not yet, not yet. We're still going through the, the massive cast. As you mentioned, his right. best friend Ramon is played by Trindad Silva. We've already seen him in a film this year. He was in El Norte. He was the guy who ran mm. the hotel. Yep. Um, and he's in the, this as, as well. I just looked this up. Apparently, he passed away while filming uh, the Weird Al movie. UHF and it's dedicated to his memory as well that film so oh yeah. he's a good actor yeah he's good he's very funny but also like he had no character not in this the others they gave the tiniest amount of character his was he was mexican pretty much and then he played mexican stereotype the entire way through the To film. be fair, every non-white person just plays a stereotype oh, throughout yeah, this entire no, movie. super stereotype, yeah. Uh, and movie. finally, Ooh. playing his sister, Maxine, is an actress called Tassia Valenza. Uh, I mainly bring her up because, one, she's in an episode of The Next Generation, which yep. is kind of cool, but she is also the voice of the USS Shenzo in Star Trek Discovery. <laughs> she voices yep. a ship. <laughs> So that's funny. Huh. That's good. Go. Uh, let's get to the reception. 5.1 on IMDb, right down the middle. Audience score of 33% on Rotten Tomatoes, but it's got a critic score of 0%. Uh, so What? Zero? It's based off five reviews, so it's not really oh, okay. a proper okay. way to judge it. But right, that's fair. That's ev- fair. It just yeah. hasn't been watched. But Pretty much. I don't think we've had a zero before, though. Um, that is impressive. Yeah, it's very low. Like, even a hot dog had, like, 30% or something way too high. I guess it's not many people. Like, I would wait hot dog. Hot dog has weird nostalgia in it because it's super 80s. Yeah, I preferred hot dog just because it was terrible and I enjoyed it. it yeah, like, <laughs> hot dog reaches so bad it's good mm. things, although I didn't like it. I've, I've watched better so bad it's good ones. Definitely. But this one has so much potential to be good. Yeah. And that it just... it's annoying that it wasn't. Exactly. But it seems like people seem to, like, be rediscovering this movie and enjoying it. Like, when I was on Letterboxd, there's a lot of 3 out of 5, 3.5 out of 5 reviews yeah. on there. But I was talking to our good friend of the show, Ben Volchok. He's seen it. And he sent through his thoughts on it, which I find really interesting because he gave it a positive re- review. Oh, really? But he said, I liked how pacific and odd the characters were. He said it was a jolly movie. So It was. I guess, yeah. Also, Rob Lloyd said it's one of the worst films he's ever watched, so... (laughs) Good on you, Rob Lloyd. Way to bring in the, the, like, hot takes. Uh, in, I appreciate it. In terms of how much this cost, we have absolutely no idea. I I wouldn't go above a million, to be honest. Really? Because they had some big names. It it didn't get a wide release. It was only shown in about twenty cinemas for a week wow. in America. That's very small. I don't know if I would go above a million for the budget. Yeah. But the cast are pretty good. That's but fair. were they popular at this point as well? No, like, all pretty you, young. you are right on that one. Most of them weren't very popular at that point. And the one that was popular, the guy that owns the pawn shop, he's only in it for like 10 minutes. Yeah, which is probably why he's only in there for mm. a short amount of time. That's true. That's true. So maybe I'd go. Okay, I don't know. I'd see that. I'd say I'd say around 2 million. Okay. Would be my guess. 
Uh, well, what do you think it made in a, the very, very limited run that it like got? Like $200. It's more than $200. Okay. Whew. All right. It um, is more than 200 Uh, 20000 Actually, quite a bit more than that, to be honest. $129,000. Oh, okay. That's still pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's bad, but it made money. Yeah. Hey, yeah, at least... They might be able to pay off the actors. Yeah. Um, uh, I wonder if well, any of the actors remember this. Probably like, not. If we managed to get an interview with any of the incredible cast members from this film and we talked to them about Krakens, whether or not they would remember it. We'll get a, we'll get a copy, a hardcover copy of Krakens. <laughs> and ask them to sign it. <laughs> ask them to sign it. Absolutely, yes. That'd be pretty amazing. Anyway, let's get into Krakens. Let's... Let's do the episode on it. I think this is going to be pretty short. It was hard to take notes at the end. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Although it's not a lot happening. I took a lot of notes at the start because it opens Mm. like a sitcom. Oh my God. The opening. Oh my God. I was like, I was blown away. In fact, it's It's just giant pink font. Yep. Boom. Wacky pink font. In your face. Pink font as well. Woo. Gets your attention. I was like, whoa, okay. Mm-hmm. Starting off strong. And also, the music. Wow. Ooh. Wowee. It's almost like the theme tune of Friends. Yes, maybe that's that's what we got into the line of this should be a TV show. Yeah, because it does open like a sitcom. It opens like a TV it's show. it's really wanting to be an episode. Yeah. It's like made by an episode. I wonder if the, the lead writer or whatever does TV shows. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me at all. Yeah. I do get what you mean, though, because everything is set on the one street. The set of yeah. the street feels like yeah. a TV show set. So, yeah, yeah it, it would be a good show. Well, it would be a show. It would be better than this movie. Probably. Sure. We open on a character called Slam Dunk, who we don't see again. No, we see her twice in this movie. We see her in the opening. Oh, yes, and then with the baby as well. Yes, because she baby. ditches the baby on him. That's a key moment, Sandra. On Tyrone, yes. On Tyrone, who is the pimp, but he doesn't want to be a pimp or something. I don't know what's up with his character. Yeah, he wants to get out of the pimp business, I think. That's but, the problem. Uh, they don't explain the characters. No idea. And then she drops her purse, some guy picks it up, and she's yep. like, hey, let's go back. <laughs> No, it's great. I wrote down Seducer Pro versus Seducer Noob. Oh, yeah, because then the policewoman, Maxine, she tries to do it as well, but it it doesn't work. The guy just walks off. Yeah. 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 Strong opening moments. It was... See, I I was pretty impressed. I thought it was a funny opening because she drops... Like, she purposely throws her umbrella in front of a dude and he's like, oh, you dropped this, and he picks it up and she's like, oh, such a gentleman. Mm. You know. Yeah. Goes with him. Also, it Doesn't seems matter. like all of these characters know everyone. Like, everyone knows everyone on this street. Yeah, because it's a small town and it's also a TV set where they do multiple episodes <laughs> per week. So that, yeah, yeah. See, another thing that it's like a TV show. There we go. There we go. Yeah, a- I know. Right? Anyway, uh, we go to the pawn shop, which is called Money to Loan. We've got mm. a Donald Sutherland. He's there as a security guard or something. And uh, then no, he's good friends of the owner because he's worked for a security guard in the past. Ah, that's it. That's it. Which is explained very clearly. Turtles there. He's eating stuff. 
Yeah, that's what he does. And then Tyrone, who I called the baby man in most of my notes because he yep. just carries a baby around everywhere. That, I think that's pretty close to what I call them. <laughs> I have halfway through the script, he's, I said, dude still has the baby? <laughs> what? His whole character. Uh, also, have... whose baby is it? Is it Slam Dunk's baby? Yes, it's Slam Dunk's <laughs> baby, I think. I don't know. She works as a yeah. you know, street lady. So maybe well, it's like an accidental baby. Which... Maybe. But also, I got the vibe that they were together yeah. as well. So I, I don't know. All we have is a vibe. We have no explanation. Absolutely nothing. Whatsoever. You see, if this was like a TV show with episodes, they could have an episode where it's like, what's the deal with the baby? Anyway, Tyrone is a massive misogynist because he walks into the porn shop and it's like, I can call women bitches if I want <laughs> What a great introduction to his character that has literally nothing to do with it. Oh, but he's supposed to be a pimp, I guess? I guess. Which is why he disrespects women a bit. <laughs> he just walks in and, and is like, yeah, get out of here. I can call you that if I want. I'm a dude. I call my mom a bitch. <laughs> yeah, he does say that. But anyway, uh, what else happens? The owner um, of the pawn shop has to go to his mother's 90th birthday. Yes. That's a thing. There's also a great quote. Uh, when the guy's on the phone to his mum, mm-hmm. and he's like, No, mama, he's been dead for 10 years. Oh, yes. Yeah. He's like, Is yes. your brother coming or something? And he's like, No, he's yeah, been yeah, dead yeah. for 10 years. Yes, that's why he wasn't at your last birthday party. Wah, wah. So yeah. What the screenwriter is doing there, Zach, and it's quite clever as you will see, he is uh, introducing the concept of death into this movie because later on in the film, the mother does die and it would seem uh. like it's coming out of nowhere, you know. Audiences weren't aware of the concept of death in the test screening, so they added this scene just to add a little bit of context. Yeah, in the original sk- script, the baby died, actually. Whoa. Fun fact. Because uh, what happened was Tyrone forgot the baby left it at the shop and it just died. No, turtle ate him. Turtle ate yeah, the baby. Uh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, it, it, it didn't just die. Turtle ate him. <laughs> and it, it, it really spun this movie off into a horror yeah. sort of flick yeah. at the end there where Turtle just ate people. Anyway, besides eating babies, <laughs> um, we find out uh, one of the main characters, he has money trouble. He lost his job at some place that's never explained. Is that Donald Sutherland? Um, I think so. Yes, Don- yeah, that's Sutherland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, uh, his character, I can't remember his name. Westlake. I'm sure it's never explained. Um, but for no explained real reason, he doesn't like welfare. No. And he he's low on money. So he's like, hey, I want to raise for my, my work as a guard and then the other guy's like ha no i'm putting in a security system and the security system is gonna get installed by the two delinquents yes i can't see that going wrong no uh but yeah the two delinquents are planning to fix the shop's alarm they're planning to make an alarm but then then they're planning to rig the alarm so that they can get into the place and steal everything yep that's the one somehow donald sutherland figures it out Sutherland is like, we're going to rob it together. We will yep. f- figure out how tomorrow. But first, it's time for every every character to go home and have a sleep. Uh, and so yep. as everyone is packing up their shops, uh, we get a scene where Maxine gropes uh, the pawn shop owner for no reason. 
Uh, that's a sequence. Yep. She just grabs his butt. Um, it's a scene in this movie. Yeah, and then uh, Goatee Boy, he uh, he follows um, his best friend and his sister home, and yep. really spooky music. Now, uh, here's a criticism of this movie that I found. The music? Oh, yes. <laughs> music is way too loud. It's loud, but it's also really bad, and they just use it constantly throughout the entire film. They yep. don't change it at all. Music was bad. Yeah. I didn't like the music in this movie, and it was really loud for mm-hmm. no reason. There were some scenes where it was hard to hear characters because of the music. It's not good at all. And in this scene, it's like they play really spooky music, even though they never address this. He's just being a creep, even though that could have been a plot line that he was just sort of creepy. Yes. They don't address it. They just have this music for no reason. I don't know what they're doing. Were they going to do a plot point about that, but just didn't? Ah! Probably, but then also, like, the end of this storyline is that they get together. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so clearly that's not the plot line they were going for, so why play all the spooky music at this point? So dumb. It's, it's terrible. They go to the bar. I think um one of the characters, Sutherland maybe, is like, there's a safe in the back, but it's really hard to crack, so we've got to... We've got to make up a plan to, to, yeah, to get yeah, into that Yeah, we've got to make safe. up a plan. We see uh, a scene of Turtle at mm. his home. Yeah. This is like the one scene we get of Turtle where he, he lives in like an abandoned building mm-hmm. that still has like some power. So he watches TV, but he also collects like all this food to eat. <laughs> He's a big fan of food. Loves it. But he also had... A, okay, this scene was the scene that made me laugh out loud the most. When it, just this rat comes on screen <laughs> and it makes the worst rat noise I've ever heard. It's so loud and unrat-like. Like, rats would not make that noise unless they were caught in a trap. Mm. Maybe. Turtle is like, oh, hey, a rat. And then he just picks up a squirty gun and he just squirts the rat. And the rat makes the noise again. <laughs> And then runs off. It I not, like, what? What is I, I don't on? know. It not only makes the noise and runs <laughs> off, but it almost looks like it's on a wire that's just being yanked away. Oh, yes. It definitely was. That was the next bit I was going to get to. It's just yanked. <laughs> She's pulled on out of there. That poor rat. What is happening? Oh, ah. That was hilarious. Oh. <laughs> What is Turtle's character? Is he homeless? What? Why do they treat him so bad? What is this movie? What is it doing? I don't know. Donald Sutherland, he's like scoping out the the block or something. He's like figuring out, okay, we can get in uh, to the upstairs area of the pawn shop by breaking through the wall in the neighbor's house exactly at this point and in, to get into that house we've got to go through a cold shoot and so he's figuring all this out which then becomes the uh which then becomes the heist at the end of the film he sees this lady and he's like hey Tyrone, go talk to this lady see if you can you know get the layout out of this building and tyrone's like why and then he's like because I said so. Yeah, so, so, they do so Tyrone, yeah, goes up to the neighbor's house and it's this housemaid that thinks she's an interior decorator and he just hits on her. She has such a weird plot line. Because her, hear me out, 
her character just doesn't get explained. No, it's bad. <laughs> it's really bad. Ah. <laughs> uh... Oh, and then there's the whole plot point where Tyrone can't get the baby to stop crapping, so he gets <laughs> do the nappy. Oh uh, yeah, because that's how he gets in. Because he he starts talking to her, and she's like, "Ah, your baby's done a big poop. I'm I'm a woman. I'm gonna show you how it's done." <laughs> It's terrible. And he's like, yeah, good work, baby. But anyway, they all meet up. Ramon and yep. uh, Dillard go over to Donald Sutherland's house while Tyrone yep. is there telling them about the layout of the apartment. They're all planning stuff, aside from Turtle, who's eating cat food in between uh, slices of bread, because that's funny. Delicious. It's Honestly, amazing. It's so cool. Um, there's a lot of cats in this movie. There is. There is a bit of cats happening. They're mm. there. They're, they have integral plots in this movie. More mm. character than most of the other ones. Exactly. Then um, then they go and find the safe cracker. Because they need <laughs> him to crack the safe. He is <laughs> like great. the best character in this movie. So he's like, um, ah, yes. The, the real point of cracking safes is that you want what is inside of the safe to be outside of the safe. But what you really want is you want the outside of the safe to be inside of it. It's like, what? <laughs> yes. And he's like, he chops all this barley or whatever to mm. reveal a safe with his <laughs> one-time re- reveal of the safe he has next to his house yeah. that he obviously practices on. He's like, I'll show you how it's done. And we spend a good minute as he like shows them how to crack the safe. The guy's like, wow, you made that re- look really easy. And he's like, yeah, but it's not. <laughs> then it goes to the next scene where it's like, hey... But we have this safe cracker here. You can just drill into it. Oh, yeah, that's right. And then he starts trying to drill it. And he's like, man, this is going to take forever. And he's like, yep, that could take years. <laughs> and he's like, how are we going to get into this safe then? Well, you can use soup, which is actually an explosive. But Turtle's yes. like, yum, soup. Yum, soup. That's the sole reason it's called soup in this movie. Uh, so Turtle could say, mm, yum. I did like the name Soup, though. That's a great name for an explosive. Here's another good quote from Turtle. Uh, They're all talking about what their alibis are going to be, and every person (laughs) in the high screw says their alibi, and then Turtle is like, oh, yes, I have an alibi. Ah, I forgot. See, this is why I think Turtle's the best character, but he's still not a good character. No. And that's the annoying bit, is, like, Turtle is obviously that character that everyone's supposed to like, but he just doesn't have anything, except for, like, this and that one scene at the start. He has, like, two lines. Mm -hmm. He just doesn't talk. That's the problem. And it's almost like, at first, they thought, why don't we just have a silent, like, sidekick character? That'd be funny. But Mm. they don't do that. They make him talk, and what he says isn't particularly funny, for the most I part. I think they, they, so... they, they wanted him to be dim-witted. Yeah. It is heist time. We open with them trying to cut the bolt to the coal chute, but it won't cut the bolt. Also, the <laughs> bolt is unlocked, so they didn't need to <laughs> cut it. Anyway, it's so funny. It's peak of comedy. Yep, everything just starts going wrong. I mean, this is supposed to be the crux of the movie, and it's just sort of... I mean... It's yeah. funnier than the rest of the movie. Yeah. But it's also not good, good. <laughs> yeah the coal shoot won't work so they got to climb up the fire escape uh, and then climb down another ladder but to get to that other ladder they've got to walk yep. up 
a glass window and they see Maxine through the glass. She strips so the- to the Sugar Plum Fairy song and then rapes a dude. Yes. Absolutely awful. The whole time she's doing it, they're all on the roof watching down this glass roof at this. And Turtle's eating crackers. And also the guy only notices at the very end, but then, like, he notices them and goes, whoa, but then the lights turn off and he's like, guess I didn't see him. Yeah. He's He's like a bad guy in an old video game. Exactly. He's also so not into it at all. Yes. It's... Quite a little bit rapey, as you say. This is... Like, we've, like, every second movie, maybe, has had a rape joke. Mm. Was this the thing in the 80s? I'm noticing a trend, Sandro. It's mostly the terrible movies that make those (laughs) jokes. Exactly. That is true. I think that's a correlation between this time and that. That is very true. Um, So after they watch this lady get naked, then this old lady landlord comes in after they've broken into this house. Yep. They have to carefully dodge getting spotted by her while also (laughs) the the wall is leaking because they start drilling into it to get to the other building. Yeah, they hit a water pipe. But then the old lady sees the water and she's like, oh no... Bum, bum, bum. The cat peed. (laughs) (laughs) Let me kick the cat out. Wow. Because the whole reason she's in the apartment is because the cat has been missing, so she put the cat in the apartment and then called up the owner. And the owner's like, no, we keep the cat out of the apartment for a reason. And she's like, oh, I see what it is, because the cat pees everywhere. (laughs) Wah, wah. It is terrible. Anyway, they they break in. uh, They're about to open the safe and then... (gasps) Guess who shows up through the front door? It's the pawn shop owner. After he takes a big swig of alcohol, he's like, my mother's dead. She took one look at the fish and died. (laughs) (laughs) Which, to be honest, is one of the funniest parts of the film. Because I just really want to see that scene. (laughs) Uh, It's just very funny. No, I think that's the beauty of it, is that we just don't see it. Yeah, um, it's one of those jokes where yes, it would be funny, but also it it, would, it might take away from this joke. I thought this was very good. Anyway, they set off the alarm accidentally. Anyway, they set off the alarm because the cat is playing with yeah. the cables and sets off the explosive that they have set up on the safe, and so the safe blows open and then the police rock up. Then they're like, oh, we didn't do it. It was just some couple of guys in ski masks. And then the cops are like, okay. Mm. And then at the very end, of course, uh, the pawn shop owner is like, wow, those those robbers were dumb. There was nothing even in that safe. I also left it unlocked. Ugh. Yes, but like a pawn shop is like the dumbest thing to steal. Yeah, it's a pawn stupid. shop isn't full of riches. It literally deals in trash. Well, the thing is, the two delinquents wanted to steal their guitar back, so that's how it yeah. started. And I mean, then... yeah, that makes sense, because they they know there's an object there that they want. What Sutherland wants is riches to go to Hawaii. Yeah, it's stupid. I think I'm thoroughly sick of this movie and talking about it. And that, yeah, that's the end of this film. Yeah, I mean, everything mm. that this film sets out to do, it fails in. Everything. Yeah, but not... Badly enough. Yeah. Which is the worst bit. It's not so bad it's good. It's just like, it's just... It's bad? It's not even painful. It's just, yeah, it's just really bad. That's the only word I can use to describe it. It's just 
just Meh. everything about it, like the directing completely fails, the screenwriting fails, the mm. music 100% fails, the music's awful. <laughs> the music's almost so bad it's good if it weren't so loud. As I was saying, I got serious blank man flashbacks, which if yeah. you l- listen to our, our year in review episode, I did put in my three least favourite films from last year category, just because everything it tried to do, it failed in. And I think this is on the same level, which means I have to say it's worse than an oldie. That's my opinion. I'm going to vote that we give it the Cracked Award, because I honestly felt like my soul was cracked at the end of watching this. Yeah. Uh, I have a different proposition, actually. Okay. Because this film is not just cracked. It's full-on broken. (laughs) At this point, I think we give it the just the just plain broken award. The just plain broken award. Absolutely, I'm up for that. So the worst yep. of the worst for this year is just yes. plain broken. Just plain broken for crackers. We're sorry, crackers. You were the first. I mean, yeah, you didn't deserve this as much as like Crossroads or whatever. Oh yeah, Intersection. I should say. God, I keep calling it Crossroads just because it just hurts to think about it. <laughs> Definitely not as bad as Intersection, but very bad. Not a good movie. Um, yeah. Obviously, there are no sequels, and we want to fix that. It's time to pitch our own sequel and or spin-off and or cut of the movie. Mm. I think I know what you're going to go for, which is a TV, right? You're going to go TV. Yes, so mine's definitely... We just scrap the whole movie thing. And we make this a TV show. And then in different episodes, different bits of their characters gets explained. Like, what's the deal with the baby? That's near the start of the season. Because that's rather important, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we have some other story bits like, uh, you know, Turtle. What is his entire deal? A standalone Turtle episode that's mostly just silent. I'd watch yes. that. <laughs> it's like Mr. Bean. <laughs> absolutely they just have a turtle episode it's like it's two of the other characters looking at turtle and it's like what does he even do when he's not with us Mm. and then it goes and then the rest of the episode is just like what turtle does and it's like somewhat forest gumpy somewhat (laughs) mr bean yeah and somewhat just like He's actually a secret genius, mm-hmm. but that's a, that's about it. That's about yeah. it for my idea. It would make, nice. as I said, a much better TV series. Like this whole movie, one episode, yeah, brilliant, totally great episode. Funny shenanigans. Like the shop owner comes in at the end and is like, "Oh, thank goodness you guys were here to stop the robbers." Ha <laughs> ha mm. End of episode. I completely agree. Yeah. I don't think the show would last for long. I think it would oh, maybe no. be like 13 episodes then cancelled, but it would be better. I don't think it gets more than that. Definitely doesn't get more than that. <sighs> I have no idea what mine is. I was thinking it could just be entirely from the pawn shop owner's <clears throat> point of view. Like, he goes to the party, shows the fish to his mum, mum dies, and then it's like a murder mystery or something. Everyone at the party is trying to figure out who killed the mum. <laughs> Oh, actually, that would be a funny movie. It's just the fish. <laughs> Where it just turns... Yeah, but it's either he knows it and he has to hide the fact that his mum just died from looking at his fish, yeah. or he has no idea. I love yeah. that idea. Or maybe maybe the, the, the fish is, like, not of this world. The fish has Whoa. the power to just kill Whoa. people that look at it. That's kind of the stupid. The fish is an eldritch god. Exactly. 
Um, and that could be yeah. the, the the twist at the end, and then it turns into like a Lovecraft thing. I don't know. Um, yeah, and the only way to defeat it is to eat it yeah. at the very end. And that's why he comes back and is like, here, guys, just eat up. Exactly. And then he watches them devour this eldritch being, knowing the fact that their lives are now doomed. Mm. But the thing is, saying that, I also really, really want to pitch a sequel called Crackers 2 Crack Harder, but I don't know what the <laughs> plot would be. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yes. Oh, I don't know what they're in that, though. Like, maybe they get... want to, like, rob the, the bank or something, and they get the pawn shop owner on their side. So now it's just a stupid heist movie with yeah. the guy from the previous film. All right. Well, we hated this movie, but let's see what the general public thought of it. Um. So about that. Oh no. There were like no reviews for this movie. There was less than a single page. That's um, no. That's that's rough. We have uh, Jake who says not bad, but very random and weird. At times you turn your head and just say what. <laughs> <laughs> but seeing Wallace Shawn is pretty weird itself. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. A two, I think. It's a 2.5. Oh, okay, more positive. All right, there we go. And that is literally all the reviews. Well, there, so we, there go. we go. That is crackers. If you like the show, you can review us on iTunes. That really helps get the show out in front of more people. Also, telling a friend. Also, really helpful. Um, but if you want to get in contact, it's super easy. We're on Facebook. We've got emails. Links to literally yep. everything in the description. Uh, yeah. If you're wondering when we're getting more guests on, in about three weeks, we're pretty much going to have non stop guests for a month over Comedy Festival. Yeah. So look I forward think we to that. We were supposed to have one for uh, for this episode. We were. We were. Couldn't, didn't, didn't work out. Didn't work out. Um, but we'll get that person on uh, pretty soon as well. So, we'll yeah. Them. Hope you're looking forward to what we've got coming up because everything's going to be better than this film, hopefully. We can't go below rock bottom. Right, 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 Sandro? You can't. You can't go below rock bottom. There's Surely. nothing below the the uh, the the first layer of the crust, right? There's maybe nothing, um maybe nothing uh, below there. maybe there's blame it on Rio episode sixty nine. <laughs> if we're going to the center of the earth, it might as well be there. Yeah. Anyway, Sandra. Yes. You got to pick what we're doing next week. All right. Hopefully, I've oh. actually got choices. Oh, <laughs> uh, we do. Oh, good. We do have some choices. First up. We have Against All Odds. Mm-hmm. Neo-noir thriller uh, where Jeff, uh, <laughs> Jeff Bridges oh, yeah. is hired by a mobster to find his girlfriend. Jeff Bridges is a cool dude. He is. He is. Very cool. Uh, we have Harry and Son. <laughs> Paul Newman uh, stars and directs as a father who fails at various odd jobs while appearing... Uh, 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 while aspiring (laughs) to be a writer. Man, my brain is just melting at this point. It is the cracker's effect. It is nice to do that. It's it's all all semblance of intelligence has just been drained from me. Yeah. It's taken my soul. Well, so far, they both sound boring. (laughs) Okay. How about this? Uh, Repo Man, a young punk uh, rock fan. Oh, no. And a... A uh, repossession agent get caught up in a pursuit of a mysterious car that might be connected to <laughs> extraterrestrials. That sounds like the reason we wanted to do the eighties. <laughs> <laughs> now that doesn't sound boring. Now does it, Sandro? That sounds great. 
You see, already in that one sentence that I just read out, there's more character yeah. in those two characters than the entirety of the cast of the last movie we just reviewed. Oh, just that, that sounds fun. That sounds oh, really fun. Ooh, but, mm. Sandro, we have This Is Spinal Tap. Oh. Yeah. A mockumentary about uh, one of England's loudest bands. This now this, I know for a fact, because I've seen this movie before, is a good movie. Yeah, I have as well. In fact, I would even go so far as to say it's one of the most important comedies of the 80s. Because yeah. it's, I, I mean, pretty much everything we like when it comes mm. to musical comedy was created in this movie. It's really good, but we've both seen it. We have both seen it. Also, it's a mockumentary. Can mm. From memory, it doesn't have a story. It's just people doing well it does kind of have a story because we follow the band and stuff but but it's like i mean it's hmm. a really good movie yeah but does that mean we should watch it i want to watch it i really want to rewatch it i haven't seen it in yeah me too six seven years or something um but i also want to watch repo man (laughs) i really want to do repo man as well how about we do both let's do both both do you want to do both what do you mean do two episodes well, how about we do our usual episode on Repo Man, because that has a story that we can make fun of. Well, we don't know that yet. We don't know that. It could <laughs> not have a story. It could just be credits. <laughs> it's always a thing. <laughs> how about we watch both of them, have like a chat about Spinal Tap, I don't know, like 20 minutes or something. Oh, like a, like a bonus segment. Almost like a bonus episode, but a part of the main episode. Okay. How about, yeah, we, we do that. We just do them both. Yeah, just watch it for fun. Yeah. What a, what a novel concept. Watching movies for fun. Wow. I I remember when oh. I used to do that. I mean, if we're just doing a light thing, I don't need to take, like, notes for Spinal Tap. No, nah, definitely not. I'm not nah, going nah, to. Nah, nah. I'm probably going to end up listening to the soundtrack, like, all week now as well. Oh, yeah, 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 no. Uh, I'm going to have it blasting so loud. I'm going to I'm gonna turn that up to 11. Hey. Hi. We end each episode with our favourite quote from Crackers. No, Ma, he's been dead for 10 years. <laughs> yes, that's why he wasn't at the last birthday. I've got, um, oh yes, I have an alibi. <sighs> I forgot. I forgot. <laughs> I don't think that uh, sigh of despair is actually in the quote Sandro but uh, I'll let it slide Hey it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad high quality fashion without the price tag say hello to Quince I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters sleek leather jackets fine jewelry and so much more with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. quince.com slash style.